Yo, and we back. It's the You Know What It Is podcast, man, and it's your boy Vari, two-term, man. We got Shati. What do you do? And today our special guest is, you may introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Audrea. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at P.S. Love Audrea or on my business account, which is Be Curly Ego, B-E-E, Curly Ego. And that's what we are here to talk about today. Um, Breezy's fam. So, you know, I want to let her go ahead and dive into this one and then we just going to go ahead and sit back and go ahead. I want to hear about it. I want to hear about the line, the Be Curly. First. Tell us what Be Curly is. Yeah, that. And tell us how you got started and what gave you the inspiration for Be Curly. Um, Be Curly Ego um, really is a natural hair for product line for curly hair for my 3C or ABC women. I feel like it's not a, enough um, natural hair products for us. Most of the products that are on the shelves are, you know, mainly for. Um, straighter hair or less coarse hair I guess you can say that so um, one day just inside my kitchen um, you know just googling different recipes on what can really work for my hair you know I never really had something that was uh, good for my hair I would buy all these products but nothing was really retaining moisture for my hair so I came across a good recipe put it together used it loved it and I was sending pictures to my homegirl Lauren shout out to Lauren and she was like, you know, B, you need to sell this. And I'm like, I don't want to sell this. Like, I'm shy. I'm not really a people person. Like, how I'm going to talk to people. I don't really want to talk to people, you know. But she she seen the inspo. And so I just took off from there. It literally took me a day to, you know, get my logo, the name, the containers, the website. I did the website myself. Everything was just off in the day. In a day. I was up to like 3 o'clock in the morning, but. I'm one of those people, you know, I don't really like asking people for help. So yeah. I know I have people who I can reach out to to help me perfect it. But I was like, I'm just going to perfect it as I go. So I took off with it, you know, start selling it to a couple friends, telling them, give me feedback, honest feedback. Let me know what I can do better. And, you know, from there, um, just took off. You know, people started hitting me up. It was uh, putting in orders. I had a few girls get a bulk order from me. Everybody was just telling me how they love it. You know, it was natural. Yeah. Uh, you know. Is it organic? Basically, like, yeah, because it's made. It's it is made with processed food. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But it's it's natural. It's not right. anything I put. Chemicals. Yeah, chemical base. You know that I put inside of it. So that's what even made it better. Right. Me, you know? So yeah. So when you um, first decided, how how did you come about? Yo, okay, I'm gonna just. You said it was you couldn't find any products for your hair to do. Yeah, in particular. It was so that's what started yeah. this, so you can, okay. Yeah. So. What uh, type of, sorry. No, go ahead. What type of products do you sell? Like deep conditioner, leave-in conditioners? No, or? So, so for right now, um, I do just sell the Be Curly um, deep conditioner mask. And then I started working on a clay mask. So if you go to Be Curly Ego on my Instagram, you will see that it is a clay mask that I put together. It's minty. It's still for your hair. You feel me? And so, um, when I want to do a deep hydration, I use both of those in the same day. It does take, uh, you know, a little time, but um, after you apply both products 
and uh, rinse it out your hair and apply your products, it looks way better after. So you've seen personal results from your products? Yeah, that's, you know, I wouldn't even sell anything, honestly, if I didn't try it on myself. I wouldn't right. even feel comfortable selling something to somebody else that I didn't even try on myself. So I did see personal results on myself for Okay. So, so you said it takes like a long time when you do both. Can you tell us about like your process of doing both or like how long it actually takes? Yeah, it, it takes, it takes a minute, you know? Um, so usually for me, what I like to do, I pre-poop my hair. Um, I like to use black castor oil so that it's not stripping my hair um, fully of the oils because we do need that kind of oil in our hair. And then from there, um, I apply the Be Curly Ego Deep Conditioner Mask. I'll let that sit for like an hour or two. And then I'll go ahead, uh, rinse that out, apply my deep conditioner, and then um, I'll apply the clay mask. And so with the clay mask, I'll let that kind of sit on my hair as well for like maybe 40 minutes. And then I'll rinse that out as well and then go ahead and, um, you know, do my hair or whatever so it takes it takes a minute but i feel like it's worth it because you don't have to do it every day or every week it's just enough to you know make sure you're retaining moisture in your hair yeah and any anybody who has 3c 4a 4b 4c hair knows about the time it takes yeah, on definitely. your natural hair journey yes. like yes. we all know yeah yes can you turn her up at all she's all the way up now yeah Speak. rico tried it and i tried it and i put it on my baby's hair and i sent our i sent her all the videos for it um i loved it i like the way it smells um it makes you like like you know having 4c for b hair like i can't always you know run my fingers through it but i was able I to do it. that with yeah. it. <laughs> we it was it. a beautiful feeling <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, nah. we get it yeah. until it, you know, after it dries and you wash it out, and you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> my hair shrink right back yeah, up, yeah, definitely. But it still retains yeah. that bounce, it still gives yeah. you volume, it's curly, or, it mm-hmm. makes it look, you know, what I mean, mm-hmm. shinier, all the above. Yeah. See, I'm bald, so I, I have no say on any of this, you know what I mean? I can't even use the damn product, but maybe if you have beard, that's what I'm saying. If my beard come out, you know what I mean? You're going to yeah, have some, no, uh, have you, know, you know, uh, speaking of the beard, my cousin, um, Aaron, you can follow, follow him at AI, the barber. He's coming out with some type of beard oil and I've been helping him with that. Um, the beard oil that he started to sell to people. It's a, a, a mango papaya kind of smell, but he put like coconut oil, you know, um, mm. olive oil. Is this going to be stuff to help like yeah. for the growth a little bit? Yeah, or, you know definitely. I mean? But what I like about it is because even though it's a beard oil and yeah, you can sell that to men, you can also use it in your hair as a woman as well. Mm-hmm. Like, right. You know, so it's all natural based as well. So I've been helping him with that. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Ranching out, reaching out to, you know. Other people. markets. Yeah. When he get it together, hit him up and tell mm-hmm. him to come through too. Mm-hmm. So, do you have like any more products you want to add onto your line? Like, is this something you want to just continue with through the rest of your life and just keep building on? I thought about it, but honestly, I think for right now, what I have is a solid foundation. I do hope to yeah. grow it, and I do hope to you know build on to it. But for right mm-hmm. now, I just think that what I'm selling right now is good. You know. Yeah. And then as I see fit, I might I've been playing around with um just a pure avocado mask, which is pretty good as well. But I don't really see myself selling that, uh, selling anything different as of right now. OK. That's what are your um? Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that's what's up. That's, you know, I see the drive. I like entrepreneurship. No. Um, 
like me and Shati have been talking, you know, offline or whatever about a lot of things. And, you know, one thing she's talking about is doing like a boutique, which would be fire. You know what I'm saying? Having a bunch of different people in a building and then working from that space. Definitely, definitely. A salon um, suite, y'all, not a boutique. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. I told you I know nothing yeah, about no, this. I know what salon, you personal salon suites. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But, um, having your stuff in um stores is that something that you would want to work towards like in the sallies or the no nah, this is just straight hustle oh, for me this is just straight hustle this is not something that i plan on just making so big if it happens like that you mm-hmm. know by all means that's a blessing but for me this is just straight hustle yeah. you know yeah. yeah that's what's up or even like with with small business owners like black barbers black um hair care people like what about that like like maybe not sally's or walmart but like if somebody just approached you like yeah i have my own small hair salon and i really like your products would you be open to it oh yeah definitely if somebody wanted to um purchase in a bulk order yeah so that, so that they can you know use a product at their salon i'll definitely do that i don't mind i don't never mind helping out you know yeah. when it comes to that but as far as trying to like market myself so hard that I'm on shelves and stores. It's not really for me. First off, let me, that let makes me sense. say one thing about that. If you're telling us you did all that in one day, I'm nervous about <laughs> everything else that you yeah, can do. Right. Don't sell yourself short. Walmart like, tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> I hear you. I mean, like I said, if it, if it gets to that point, I would definitely take that opportunity. But for right now, I'm just, it's just straight hustle, just grinding. Yeah. So. I don't think it's an if. I think it's a win. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm, I'm being so serious. I think it's a win. Noriko, you got anything? Yeah, can you tell yes, us about I your person? Actually, I have a question. Okay, you said you did all of that in one day. What what motivates you or pushes you to just say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to procrastinate. I'm going to just get it done. Because I have things that I've been working on, and I'm pretty sure all of us have things we've been working on for so long that it's been – it's been going on for a long time in our head. What made you just say, you know, fuck it, I'm gonna just get this shit done? Like, um, for me personally, I'm not a, I'm not a thinker. I'm more of a doer. Like once I feel like I want to do something, I'm gonna do it. And um, it's so many resources now available to available to us that I feel like there is no reason why you can't try what you want to do, even if it don't stick. At least just try it, because this isn't the first thing that I have not tried this is just the first thing that has stuck. You feel me? So mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. I don't mind trying and being like, okay, well, I tried it. It wasn't really for me. It didn't really work. You know, um, I'll go back to the drawing board, you know, and just keep it going, you know? Uh, and then on top of that, when I was making my website, don't get me wrong, certain things was very confusing, but I took the time Googling, like, how do I do this? How do I do that to make it look good? You know, sending my website to people, tell me the feedback, tell me what you think, tell me if you see anything that's wrong you know, things of that nature. But, you know, honestly, I just think that the kind of mindset that I have, I just feel like every day is a day to grind. So that I'm constantly just on the grind. That's what's up. That is I what's up. <laughs> yeah, like, there's no reason, you know? Like, I feel like if you can get up and you fully capable of grinding for that day, just do it. Just grind it out. I feel that 100%. You do, but it's it's all about just finding, I don't know. For me, I got to get into like a zen kind of Yeah, definitely. It's, feel. Yeah, it's a mental thing. Once you, yeah. once you mentally prepare yourself to do something. I'm somebody, I have to, it takes me a couple of days to get into that mode. 
And then once I know I'm there, I'm going to do exactly yeah. what I said I'm going to do. And yeah. some probably, but yeah. I'm going to do you it know, right um, when I said I was going to yeah. do For it. For me, though, I feel I like uh, I really love that satisfaction of like, oh, I did of getting this. it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, on my own, off the strength of me. Nobody yes. helped me. Like, no, you didn't have no input. You didn't have no input. You didn't have a hand in it. This all off the strength of me. And I enjoy that. I mean, it's hard work. Don't get me wrong. You're tired, long hours. But when you can sit up there and be like, man, I did this all off the strength of me, it just feels so good. So I just keep chasing after. That's just that's just oh. how I am. There you go, same song. No, I think it's I just echoing. Say, I said that's so, that's just so inspirational. Thank you, thank you. strong, hardworking, creative. Definitely. I, I admire that, too, because I'm the type of person, like, I have a lot to do or that I can be doing, but, like, it's definitely echoing. But, like, for some reason, I have to say, okay, on this day, I'm going to do this. <laughs> yeah. like, I'll be like, yeah. on Tuesday, I'm going to work on this from this time. to Like, I just have to plan it out. So I really admire that you, like, yeah. literally thought of that and then did all that in one day because I probably would have been, like, I don't know, playing video games or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> if I had yeah. like planned it in advance, I'd have been like, mm, I'd rather get on the game. So. Yeah, no, I feel you. You know, in the space, the mindset that I'm in right now, I feel like when I catch myself being on my phone or catch myself having too much free time, I'm like, what is you doing? Like, you could yeah. be working right now. Like, you could be putting this this extra free time into you, into your business, into your craft, into learning, into reading. So that's just kind of how I am, you know? I feel that. Yeah, I just, I, I just try to use all my free i feel like my 20s is straight grind mode my 30s and, and up i'm partying living life <laughs> traveling but right now in my 20s i just i gotta get it i feel that i, I appreciate love that. that a lot me too it reminds me of um a lot of what deshay said when he was here on his pod he was talking about how like his mind is always going on like the next thing or like what he can work on so that's something I definitely like want to take notes on and admire because I feel like I'm a procrastinator and I do have too much free time. <laughs> like even working from home, sometimes I won't even be working. Like, <laughs> yeah. I hope nobody hears that. <laughs> no, for real. Like you really are an inspiration. Like, thank you. Thank know. you. That's that really so dope. Sweet. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I was just going to say, we literally went to a business development seminar and we had like, we had a paper that like had us write down smart goals and stuff like that because I have a lot of goals and like the time frame and stuff and the fact that you got all your goals out in one day like right. thought about it, got it done in one day our goals are like two weeks, three weeks you know <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. my like, goals like, said 2021 <laughs> her goals said in the morning that's good you gotta have short term goals long term goals you gotta just having a goal period is the goal Right. So what is your um, if you can give us like a long term and a short term, because like right now, like my I'll give you one like my long term right now. I want to own a building. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Ownership is like a thing for me right now. You know, even with I see you in like it looks like Nip was, you know, a big inspiration for you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. He was. All he did was preach ownership and how the black community needs to come Mm -hmm. up and Mm -hmm. figure this shit out on your own. Make something, make your way. You know what I'm saying? And then build that generational wealth. I have my kid, you have your your kid. And I see what we're trying to do and build for them and make sure that, you know, they're straight and ready to go. So um, like, like I was saying, like ownership for me, you know, owning a bunch of buildings, the shades at the door, owning a bunch of buildings, um, making sure that um, 
my team is eating. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Do you have a team around you right now that is helping with? Uh, really, I got my family, but more than anything, um, I feel like my biggest supporters are definitely my husband, my kid. You know, so for me, that's all. That's I have a team. Like me, I have my friends, my right, family, right. but like the people who are around me who see me grind it out for real is really my husband. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like he 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 see it from sun up, sun down. So from, that is my team for right now. Yeah, that, that's that's what's up, man. To have somebody have a great support group at yeah. home around you. You know what I'm that's saying? That's all like, that really matters, honestly. At the end of yeah. the day, yeah. Because I'm the only people that you feeding them. Yeah. You know what I mean? They feeding yeah. you. They doing all the things for you. So, um, no, nah, I definitely feel that and respect to that man for yeah, real for definitely, definitely. letting you do what you need to do. Yeah. Um, so do you have any um long term? I do, um, actually. So, like you were saying, just speaking of the fact of just ownership. So, right now, I went back to school to get my uh, science credits because I want to apply to medical school. Um, not only do I want to have ownership, I also want to keep myself on the front line. So, it's very important to me as a Black woman to go ahead and try to get inside medical school or some type of medical career that, you know, that's putting myself out there to protecting us as a whole. You know, it's not enough of us in that type of field you know we're not really accepted in that type of field so mm-hmm. that's one of my biggest things as far as like having a short-term goal you know for right now um um like you said definitely ownership i definitely want to own restaurants and strip strip malls and put my people into place you get what i'm saying and have my people own buildings and own things um so yeah just piggybacking off a little bit of what you had just said definitely but yeah i definitely have long-term short-term goals yeah, for yeah. sure for sure my short-term goals is just making it through the day. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Okay. Like, just get it through the day. Okay, All especially us, in this, yeah. in these times. Us. Yeah, you know, get through the day. You got another day to keep going, keep grinding. Yeah. 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 So do you mind if, sorry, do you no. have a question? I wanted to kind of, like, ask a little more about, like, your medical school. Do you mind if we talk about that? Oh, no, yeah, like, we, yeah, we can. What, like, type of medicine are you interested in practicing? So, um, I really, really, my first, my top three, I want to do, um, neurology. So brain surgery, you know, that's just, I just, I'm so fascinated with the brain. That's really my number one. But if that doesn't follow through, I want to do trauma. So ER, and if that doesn't follow through, I'm thinking about doing dermatology. Cause I feel like black people, um, get our skin right. Exactly. Okay. You, you hear right. me? No, like no, no, no. when you go to the dermatologist, they, they have skin like set up. For white people. I went to the dermatologist. She prescribed this product for me once, like, because I do like battle with acne, like not severe or anything, like not cystic or anything. But when I tell you the product burnt my skin, yeah, no, afterwards she was like, Oh, I'm sorry, it does say like for like like with melanin, like you need to be a lot more careful and like use it way less than like what a white person would. I was pissed, y'all. Yeah, no. You know, the, the crazy part when you think about it, when you're when you're going through medical school, they're practicing and teaching on just white skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how am I gonna know how to operate on a black skin or black person if only thing I'm being taught on is white skin? So I'm like, we need we need somebody in all three of them areas and I'll take it. So you're not squeamish at all? Not at all. Not when it, not when it comes to that, at least. I'm I mean I Yeah, can, for you to be like in the ER trauma. Yeah, no. Like you know what I'm saying? Well, I am a, I'm a, I'm a mom. Like, y'all, you streamers too? Can you no, watch pimple is. videos? Oh, what? 
like pimple videos? Can you watch oh, those? Oh, yeah, you of course, all day. Okay, so you're not that food. Like, not, it's blood and Like, stuff. blood and broken bones, because when I look at that, then I'm like, ugh, and it, I could feel <laughs> yeah. it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But if I'm looking at I could definitely watch Dr. Pepper Popper all day. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? No, I'm I, not squeamish at all. Uh, yeah. That's good. I'm like yeah. that, too. Like, I be watching uh, Dr. Miami surgeries, like, He'd be like pumping fat <laughs> into people's like asses or like yeah. cut off pieces of their stomach and be holding them up. I'd be like, ooh. <laughs> <I'm next. laughs> no, for real. <laughs> Don't blame. Yeah, no, that's how it goes. That's cool. Yeah, yeah gotta keep us on the front lines. We need we need we need to just, you know, just stay on the front lines. I think the biggest thing we can do right now is put ourselves out there. No mm-hmm. matter what, some of us are on the front lines fighting, protesting. Some of us are on the front lines being police officers, lawyers, judges, you know, doctors. You feel me? So I feel like that to me is is important as well. Just staying on the front lines. We definitely need that because I have um. We were we looked at this article a couple of weeks ago about how doctors and stuff aren't taking care of. Uh, black women when they're having babies and oh, the definitely. mortality mm-hmm. rate or and all black babies in general oh yeah definitely what did it say I a got black lucky. baby is three times more likely to survive if um their doctor is a black doctor like three times more likely that shit is fucking crazy mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense for you to be practicing this medicine but don't know how to app- um, appropriately do it to you know another race what it is they look at us like animals so they yeah. think that we're able to just take all of this shit take and... all of it especially black women they think that we're supposed to just handle everything thrown to us you strong black women but sometimes we hurt too like mm-hmm. you know so you got to be able to take care of us too take care of our black men our black our black boys you feel me our black girls i just think they look at us like that and so they don't really care our pain isn't as bad as others right you know as white people so yeah i definitely feel like that's why they be shortchanging us but definitely i definitely agree care and understanding like i saw this one thing on twitter the girl she had to get surgery on i don't know if it's her brain or her head or something but she said the surgeon put her hair in plaits so that they would so they they wouldn't have to shave her head they would just cut wherever it was like parted in the braid like the surge she woke up and her hair was braided like by the surgeon and i thought that that was like dope because when are we going to come across that besides with a black yeah, surgeon? Exactly. Any other surgeon probably would have just put a big ass patch in her fucking Bruh, head. Like, shave her shit off. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, and then you got to think about it. When we go through stuff like that, it's such a vulnerable time for us. So, yeah. So, Noriko? Yes. <laughs> you got anything? You got that, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. So how was your baby? Oh, Ace is big. He's doing great. You know, give me life. That's my baby. Yeah. He, he bad, but I, I, I love. <laughs> I, I love Everybody being a mom. No, that's one thing. You know, I can say like my he 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 a boy, so you know he get on my nerves a little bit, but I wouldn't <laughs> trade him for nothing. That's really my motivation to get up every day to get it how I get it. I just feel like every day I'm like, what am I gonna hand down to him? Right. Like, yeah. it, you yeah. know. But like just you like being a like you know what I'm saying like a black woman and stuff like that. The show everybody aspect of thinking of like how you said like oh, how you want to uh, basically like hand down something. Yeah, them, you know? oh definitely. Um, when I was pregnant and I found out I had a boy, I was so happy. But in that same breath, I was crying because I'm like, dang, 
my son gonna have it so hard out here and he don't even know it yet like i'm gonna have to teach him how to be a stand-up black man how to conduct himself how to handle himself to teach him that he is a king Mm -hmm. you know and so with that being said it definitely changed my mindset it made me more of i don't what do they what do they call like a like a a lion woman like a lioness yeah like it just made me so much beastier i felt like i gotta like no like don't play with me right now you know like i I gotta give him something you know i can't i gotta leave my legacy behind and i don't want him to have to go through anything that i won't you know i went through i know a lot of people feel like that builds character but i feel like you don't have to do it that way you know you can you can teach your kids character you feel me but you can also hand them down something so they don't have to struggle how you struggle. You know what I'm saying? Because knowledge is power. Yeah, You definitely. know what I mean? I feel like the shit that we were learning when we were kids and the shit that we had to come up with was, it was very fickle. Yeah. And a lot of it we don't retain. A lot of it isn't passed down. Like, what do you remember your parents ever teaching you about being black for real? Nothing. You know what I mean? So it's like, now we're it's in that day and age, age yeah, to where, where we can. Like, it's too too many resources not to bro yeah and i was just talking about that and i was just thinking about that because like i got a daughter on the way and i just was telling somebody like congratulations like i was like yeah like i kind of want my like child to be like homeschooled from like first to fifth and it was like what like why homeschool like why you think that and i was just like because i want to like lease and instill in her like all the things i feel like that's important that she can get across and if she don't get it when then like she'll understand it when she gets like middle school and high school because like I'm, I don't want to take her middle school and high school away from her. You know yeah. what I mean? No, but as far as that. like installing like the stuff that I know that they skip over a lot in school, you know, like I want to install that like as a parent because like how you say we need to pass like some of this yeah. stuff down to our kids, bro. Like they the future. Yeah. Whether we look at it or not, when we yeah. the old ones and we need people to vote and all that, like they're, they're going to be the ones doing that. They're going to have a voice. So you got to at least let them know what they standing up for. Definitely. Like when I see all these other communities, like um, the Asian community, the Jewish community, even the Islamic community, black Islams, they teach them everything. You know what I mean? They teach them about themselves Mm -hmm. before they get into all this other Mm -hmm. bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like there's no textbooks about, you know, what really went on with us. There's no, our history is lost. We I just got to turn you back up, but our history is lost. So it's up to us now to, you know what I'm saying, be those people, yeah. write those books. Mm-hmm. You know, it's for crazy that you said that, like, uh, like, when you was, like, when you had a son, like, you was happy but sad at the same time. Like, and I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying, like, I'm happy that you understand, but I'm glad that, like, that you understand, like, it is hard out here oh, for, like, definitely. black men. Like, uh, and black I think women, a lot of people yeah, don't really yeah, understand that. Yeah, no, I that. agree. Um, I don't never try to compare it like black women have it harder, black men yeah. have it harder. I yeah. feel like we both have it harder on different scales. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> me and my husband can be walking around somewhere and they may look at him before they look at me. But then I can be by myself and they looking at me crazy. So it's like, no matter what, we have it hard. And there's no real reason to talk about who have it the hardest. hardest. Yeah. Just be under, just be understanding. Just That's be understanding it. that I know you got it hard. Right, because I when like something happens to you, I want you to be there for me like I'm there for you. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And vice versa. Vi- right? Yeah, vice versa. Pretty much, like, if anything happened to one of us, it's like, like how you say you're married, like, if I'm in a relationship, if anything happened to my girl, that's like happening to me. Exactly. Yes. Regardless. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, and that's how yeah. we got, I think that's how we got to look at it, like, in the world, like, especially, like, with our black women. As like, a community. As yeah. a community, no, yeah. Like, we should look at that, like, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, pretty much, like, if you hurt, I'm hurt. Like, I yeah. feel your pain. No, I don't play. Yeah. Let me keep real. My <laughs> husband be so embarrassed because I do not play. When I feel like somebody doing him weird in public, I'm like, what they say to you? <laughs> like, what, the, what type of time they on? Like, way. you know, like, please don't play with my husband like that. I'm telling you. Like, that's yeah, just no, how I am. So, I'm so protective of both my husband and my son. Because we are one. Like, yeah. And yeah. 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 I like that y'all said that. Because yeah. a lot of, lately, especially on social media like we're we're coming into a time which is good because like now everyone in the world is noticing the injustices done to black men and black women but then at the same time i feel like on social media all i ever see is like black men versus black women yeah. like, i hate that yeah black definitely. like and I, i'm definitely here for protect black women i'm here for all of that but a lot of times in the comments i'll see like a lot of like black men ain't never here for black women or or like vice versa, like and I feel I like yo black men ain't here for black okay, women. Okay, like mine's is here. Relax. You know, I got cousins, uncles, okay, brothers, exactly. you know, who I can call, friends who I can call. So I don't know what they black men on, but I know yeah. my kings is good. Okay. You know? It's like that there whole go. narrative in general, I just do not like seeing on social media and it's becoming so prevalent that like black men versus black women thing. Yeah, yeah, it, I I think it's on purpose too. I, I like what do you that what do y'all think could break that barrier though? I uh, think what breaks I think I what think, starts that barrier um, though is that a lot of the time it's it has to do with dating because I feel like more black women date black than black men date black, and so a lot of the times a lot of black men on social media compare their interracial relationships or the women that they prefer to the black women that actually raise them and that they're actually around and that they're actually, you know, embedded with like, and I think that's what starts that those type of wars. I can agree to that. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of it I though, hear. you need to um, stop that. Go ahead. Um, what were you about to say? What were you saying? Oh, no, uh, nah, I was agreeing. I was agreeing with what she was saying, but it sounded like something about like, she's, did she say something about like black men dating white women yeah. and like yeah. well not just well, white women? You know, I didn't hear, hear the relationships. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is with that, with inter- uh, you know, I don't, I'm not against you know that. That's none of my business. That's your prerogative. I feel like that starts with you. You know, yeah. if you choose to date a black man that also date white women, then that's you need to know what you got it in yeah. for. But if you sit down and talk to that black man and just be like, look, this is me. Like have a mutual understanding and respect. This is just what we, how we is. This is just my foundation. Yeah. This is how I choose to live. I'm not against it, you know, but just have that, having that mutual respect. I feel like, you know, uh, I'm, I mean, I just, I ain't never got to worry about my husband thinking about no white woman cute. You know? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel okay. like, and vice versa. So I feel like. It's not even just white people. It's just more so too, like, I feel like love is love. You can love whoever you want. Yeah, Your definitely. Your prerogative. Your to be another race and that's what it is but when it becomes a fetish and like on twitter it's a lot of okay wars yeah. and okay well, now that and makes a lot more of, sense i didn't really yeah. you know they're like they have first. preferences and you know things like that that's what on twitter for like just twitter that that's yeah. what the conversations are is just that men will fetishize fetish fetishize a word yeah. i think fetish. it is actually though fetish fetishize fetish. it yeah. sounds like it's yeah, a but word them, them the uh them the man that was picked on in elementary school <laughs> right you know yeah. was bullied you know yeah. didn't, didn't really know how to stand up for himself so you feel like the way he can get back at a black woman yes. is by bashing her and i'm that's glad all, i like that, that you is. mentioned twitter because that's what i was actually gonna say i think 
a lot of the root is criticism yeah. on social media. Yeah. A lot of times, that's what we see because that's what you know we're talking about right now. We see these criticisms on social media, which is a lot of the root. Like, say it'll be a video posted of somebody fighting. Every race fights. Every race fights. Yeah, but underneath the video, you'll see black men saying black women always fighting or yeah. acting like loving hip hop or vice versa. And I think we criticize each other a lot. Not personally, us in this room. And just I wouldn't even just community. say criticize. I say categorize. I that feel like too. Yes. Black women. And then, like, we're all one type. Like, first of all, black is a color. True, but y'all do that. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. Let me shut up. No, what were you well, I'm interested. Well, because one, I, one, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be rude and cut you off while you was talking. So go ahead and finish your statement, and then I, I'll I was, I was just saying that I feel like that comes with people categorizing black women as the one type. Like there's so many types of black women. There's the artsy black women. There's the Christian black woman, like there's so many categories of it's black women. It's just like people in this world. Just because we black don't mean there's not so many different types. So, I mean, you're right. Like, like just because I'm black and I happen to fight now, I'm the ghetto black girl fighting the whole time. I'm not ghetto at all. <laughs> like, you know, it's just, sure? they categorize us. I mean, Shut I'm ghetto up. on Wednesdays. I had to, I said on Wednesdays. <laughs> I have to basketball in my purse, but you know, I'm not ghetto. I mean, you like your food season. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, more so. I was just gonna say, like, it's a, it's vice versa. You hear the same thing too, like, and you always hear with with black men being called like, oh, that nigga, these niggas, these niggas, these niggas. Like, we hear that a lot. Like, I've been hearing that since I was a young kid. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's to That's a point. Just a term. It, I feel you, yeah. but it's a term, but. It's something that we adapted to, and it's not something that we should have adapted to. Because yeah, it's not a term of endearment. Yeah, it's Especially not. not coming from women to men. Like, does anyone it's in here call their significant other my nigga? No, no, I don't like to see, no. I bang, see. I bang on my girl. See, I bang on my girl. I'll never that, be like, my niggas coming. Like, see, like, I bang on, like, if my girl was talking to her, like, if my girl was talking to her friends and she said that or whatever. I wouldn't trip, but like, I mean, yeah, it's, if it we in the room like this, and she nigga. like my nigga, something, I'm banging on her like, what you, my nigga, like, no, nah, yeah, like, like I don't be like my bitch, yeah. like, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Like, but some and in some relationships, people do that, you know what I'm saying? They but like, play like that, yeah, like, but I, I don't, but they don't be, playing, I don't play like, like I don't play, don't play like playing. that when it comes to mine. Like, fuck all that, I don't because if I if I'm calling any female out her name of that matter, you got me fucked up. That's why you feel what I'm saying. I think it's so the context, though, it's a context thing. Cause like you could say. So if I said, "Bitch," Just you think my girl gonna lie that? Not to her, but I'm just saying. Like, if you and you like, yeah, I'm gonna take my bitch out, whatever. No, no, no. Whoa. that's first double off, negative. First off, speaking of my homies, my girl is never me. my bitch. Thank you. That's my lady. That's my right? girl. If they don't if see me respect like, her, then who, how are they gonna respect yeah. her? You know what I mean? Okay. So I got bitch. But I was saying that more so for the word nigga. I feel like because nigga can be racist. It could be, there's so many different contexts to and it. And bitch so could be derogatory. Yeah. It could be taken but out of place. Is, I feel like bitch is a negative word regardless. Bitch, is, bitch can play uh, uh, a noun of her. That motherfucker is a noun. That describes a person, place, or a thing. That shit could be a <laughs> You feel me? So, but uh, no, I, think, I just think like but us being like young. Like us being hip to game and noticing 
what's going on. I feel like it kind of it started with us, but it's going to take more of an effort from everybody. But if it's more people like us around and people see that and young kids see that, then, you know, it'll change little by little. Definitely. I mean, you shit, China wasn't built in a day, you feel me? Uh, it's gonna take uh, yeah, time. I wanted to, I wanted to touch back on um, what Breezy was saying, but I couldn't because it was loud. But no. about how you want to be able to, no, not you guys in my house. I couldn't say anything. But I was just saying how she said she wanted to pass things down in her generation, and I thought that's really important because I wanted to say having resources for your kids because they're black. So that they don't have any excuses or distractions as to why they can't get something done or why they can't accomplish things. Because I know growing up, I had struggles where I couldn't accomplish things because I didn't have something or I didn't I didn't have the resources or the knowledge. So I just thought that was cool. I just wanted to touch yeah, back but, on that. Before. You know, I think with our generation, I feel like our parents taught us wrong because their parents taught them wrong. Mm-hmm. Honestly. They come from that cloth of like, I had to figure it out, so you got to. That's it. Oh, I had to struggle, so you got to. And I'm cutting that out. Like, no, you don't That's have to so struggle. Dangerous when you took. No, you don't have to figure it out. I'm going to help you. You're going to do the work. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to teach you, but you ain't got to go through all that just to get to this. Mm-hmm. It's so close. Like, if you already know the answer or already know the outcome, just put them on game. Right. You know? So I just really think that's more so, too, when I mean about ownership, just putting your kids on game um, while they're young. Like, you know, it was, a show. it was a show I was watching with a little kid. He was like maybe like nine. He already know about the stock markets making bread. How do he know about that? His dad taught him. Why is his dad teaching him so young? Why do it, why do it matter? He already got bread and investing and really a full trader. You see what I'm saying? So I feel like why not? Right. You know, if the resources is there and we putting ourselves through all of this to give to our family, why not? Like, I'm not going to go through all this just to tell my son, oh, you got to figure it out. No, that's why I did it. So you didn't have to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. So, I, that's going to remind me of that video of that little boy that his daddy was drilling him about uh, credit. Mm-hmm. And he knew, like, all about credit. And that, that just amazed me because it's mm-hmm. like, I'm 28, right? I ain't really get hit on to credit till I was like 22. Mm-hmm. Like I got my first credit card when I was probably like 19. Mm-hmm. But when I had it though, like I really didn't use it because one, I was more so scared because all I hear yeah. about is don't mess up your credit. <laughs> the mess up, but but you know what that go to though? You know what that go to though, man? I don't want to, but that goes to history with the 40 acres and the mule. Mm-hmm. Because when they gave us the 40 acres and the mule, that land was a piece of shit. Yep. So then we had to go back and what? Go back to the white man and, and borrow mm-hmm. goods and all the good stuff that's going to make it. And, but you now now you what? In debt. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that goes back to that type of mentality of Definitely. people being in debt. And then you always hear generation like how we talk about. How many of y'all heard y'all parents talk about oh credit how how credit uh, like scared of credit or yeah, no you know what I mean so you know um the one thing too that I had learned is that a lot of uh non people of color white people uh, the biggest thing that they have over black people is crazy. that we don't we don't have life insurance policies that's then that's crazy me and my homie was just like, talking about that so <laughs> they they really be having million dollar life insurance policy maybe living in a shithole but when they die their kids are now a millionaire yep i'm gonna keep her up and have an insurance policy on myself since i was like 19 i didn't even have a kid wasn't even thinking about a kid but i felt like i was going to have one eventually mm-hmm. 
And so while everybody thinking about a life insurance policy when they about to get old, I'm like, man, I've been paying on this one since, since yeah, I was no, 19. That's what I said I'm about to get one now. That's it. That's crazy that you got one since you was 19. I'm 28. And I'm just not talking about that yeah. shit. So, but that's something that, like I said, you're still young. Yeah, yeah but, no, I mean, I, I am. I mean, I'm still young. But just imagine being hit to that yeah, at 19. Yeah, exactly. you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, that's a bigger difference. Like when you hit to something at an earlier age, yeah. you got your time to make your flaws and fuck ups and get it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you older, like, I ain't saying I'm old, but when you yeah. older, like, that <laughs> shit difficult, bro. Yeah. Like, you no, feel me? You, you don't. And then you got to think about it. Like, it's the time where people have, like, I'm about to have a daughter, like I said, we having kids. So, that should be something that I should have been thinking about from the yeah, get-go. Definitely. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, so. I think when you just even look at it, like, uh, you just even look at it like my family finna bury me. Like, I don't want them having to cook no burgers, no hot dogs, no car washes, me. no nothing. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I really want to put my family into play that if you don't got to go to work after this, like, yeah. go go live your life. Go do what you want to do after this. Like, you don't got to go back. Like, that's how I want to set my family up, you know, so. We got to start uh, investing into 401ks at a younger age, too. I've had mine for a while since I was about, I wasn't 19, but I want to say I was like 21 when I started it. And then I started jobs. And then you got to make sure that you, whenever you do have a job, if they have their 401k plan, make sure, like, you know, they match contributions. We need to have a stocks. like You got to make sure you utilize all of that. And then once you leave, you can normally cash it out. People forget about that shit, but you got to cash it out and put it back into another one. But when you cash it out... You can transfer them to other ones, but if you cash it out, it's taxed out. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta wait. So you gotta wait. That's the the only thing. I might transfer it to another to your next one. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So let's do it the old gangster way. Have some money out. Yeah, yeah. No, no matter which way. Either way you do it though, that it is as long as as long as it's some bread at the end. No matter which way you flip it, that's it. Speaking of stocks, I just did some shit today just because I just seen how Apple. And Tesla split. Did, you, did you invest before the split or after? Well, the split happened to, uh, today or yesterday. Today, yesterday. right? This morning, yesterday, right? Yesterday, I did it yesterday. yesterday. I did okay. it yesterday. After or before? I'm, I'm just curious. Because typically, like, historically, after stocks split like that, um, the, like, so the dollar value will be lower, but the worth of the stock goes up, like, goes, yeah, astronomically. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, everyone who did had an opportunity to invest before they split, like, it looks like you have more stocks and the dollar amount looks lower, but you probably will be like banking that shit in, especially Tesla. Tesla has gone up thousands in the last shit, you six see what months. It's at now? Yeah. It's I at just... four something now. And it was at like two thousand something. They had I don't Tesla know what the has fuck gone they up did. Thousands in like a matter of months. So I just told... the time around the Great Depression, like period, a pattern. You know, I was talking about astrology and stuff like that. So definitely cryptocurrency. Yeah, I was gonna say that yeah, shit. Digital currency, because Right now, like I know they're doing the right now, where they like, oh, we're not taking yeah, like no Bitcoin coins. and stuff like that. We're not taking no coins. Oh, we're not taking no that, cash anymore. It's yeah, digital. digital. I was so, just peeping that. Yeah. So do y'all believe yeah. it? Because my mom, yeah. like, is a firm believer. She thinks. Hold on. Are you guys talking about stocks? Yeah. 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 Stocks. 
Anything that yeah, when they're talking about like the vaccine and stuff like that, because I'm I'm invested into um, one of the. Yeah. That's what everybody really needs to invest in. Invest in things that you need. You in the medical field. You supposed to know what's happening. You said you what? I've been really interested. Like I, I looked into pharmaceutical. It's just a lot to that. Like a lot of knowledge that I just don't know yet. But I've been really interested in um, electric vehicle stock as well. Especially like, I don't know if y'all know, but in California, they passed a law that like their semis or maybe even, I don't know the exact law. I don't know if it's all their cars or just their semis or whatever has to be electric by like 2023 five maybe 24 so all these companies will be replacing their their cars with electric vehicles eventually in the next like five to ten years so i think electric vehicles isn't which is why tesla tesla is the only one people know but there's a ton of them out there like toyota's creating some um there's one called nicola don't i Nicola is up in the air, y'all. Don't just go run to Nicola. I invested in that and I'm down right now. But anyway, <laughs> there's one called Nicola, but that's a big thing too because of the um, the laws around the environment and what cars are doing to our environment. So that's a good one to look into. But I wanted to ask you. making 14 times what he paid for it yeah paper money is gonna be out it's all gonna be liquid startups and stuff so with cryptocurrency like what what type of cryptocurrency like were you referring to like because i've heard of bitcoin Mm -hmm. but outside of that i don't really know much about like cryptocurrency i would just say study study as much as you can Mm-hmm. about it because we we about to be moving into like digital and you know Age. india is, is real big in it right now when india gets on some shit <laughs> you already know this shit about to, yeah. to expand through, through the rest of us so just just see what you can find out about it but that's what we're moving into now i don't know if they've done it here but a lot of places in georgia they're not even taking change or cash no more my mom believes they're going completely digital she was like this coin shortage yep. they're just trying yeah. to get people used to using their cars yep. like my mom's like a firm but look she also thought that well she thinks that COVID like has something to do with the new world order moving into it, this it electronic do. i it haven't do. formed an opinion it do, on it, it but no she yeah she believes that and right. she thinks that it's going like 100 percent um Digital currency, so mm-hmm. it will probably in the next year or so. My issue is how is there a coin shortage? Who the hell paying with pennies in the first place right now? Well, not even right now. I mean, I know a lot of people pay with that, you know what I mean? But like, just like, I don't know. I haven't, I can't tell you the last time I've paid for anything at the grocery store with cash. So you telling me that 
you know, you out of pennies is it bothers me. I don't believe it. All I still use cash. Y'all can see why, but yeah, it's a shortage. Like, there ain't all no I have shortage no coins. Everybody got coins. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, but, dollar, yeah, like, dollars though, that shit going down though. Well, when everyone like, is closed, they're trading this shit for gold right now. People buying out gold like crazy right now. Because gold is going to be more valuable than a paper trail. But when we go digital, is gold going to matter? It's I feel like gold is always going to matter. Yeah. matter. That's like gold a mineral. That's like minerals that's going to, like that and oil, it's like yep. that's always going to matter. Always. The, the price of it is going to fluctuate, but it's always going to matter. That makes sense. This reminded me of Queen of the South when she was moving her money digitally and shit. I was yes. like, damn, that's what the world gonna come to. <laughs> that's crazy. So do y'all think that that's like, like you think that's gonna be another way to control us or our money though, if everything well, goes that's, digital? That's like, that and the vaccines. Yeah. Cause now they, in Virginia, I think they just passed a law where they trying to force people but is there yeah. even a vaccine yet? The- but they're saying it's that a, it's to- a plasma. Like they use like plasma from people's bodies. They about to inject y'all niggas yeah. with fucking like, with not, things. I'm not chasing. I feel like nobody in their right mind. Soon, soon you gonna go first. It's like you gotta wait for all the kinks and all. Bro, you gonna have to. You gonna go to the grocery store one day and you gonna try and use your card and I'm like, no, 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 just use your wrist. Yeah, just wave know. your like wrist over the thing. With, uh, oh, have you seen that movie? Like that movie yeah. with the time, except they was it was yeah. the person they was trading like, time on their life. Nah. Yeah, through their wrist. Nah, that shit is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's scary. Nah, I don't think it. I don't, I don't think, think they already. I think they right already now. made the move with the chip. Like that was part of it. What right? COVID yeah. test? When they push that thing up your nose, there's like this little, this little digital thing, like this little digital piece that's attached to it. I feel like they've already been injected into people that shit. Like, you know, I like, I feel like with the chip thing, I feel like they, um, what they did was, they start slowly by desensitizing us to certain things. We've been chipping our dogs for how long? Right, I would never do so that. So that's what made us be yeah. like, open, well not open to the idea, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's the what way made they us like, oh, push that. Yeah. Like, like, like you get chipped as a baby. Yep. And now it's that was that was on Black Mirror. That was an episode of Black Mirror. There's babies being born with their chip automatically now. Like, like basically, I guess getting injected with the chip as they're being born. I guess my thing is, what would be the benefit of this? It's pros and cons to to clone you, fool. But when you die, they take the chip out. They take the chip out, and they're like, "We'll make another one." Oh, that's so you think the chip what? Nah, I don't. I, I just think that they could just be, they could just control more shit. They could just control, so the not control, control you, us? not co- more so control you, but they already controlling the shit that we watch, shit that the we analytics, like, bro. Just, that when you scrolling on Instagram, like, there's certain things that pop up. You don't think like, if they put yeah, a chip in you, they're like, oh saying, shit, we like, know like, now. Yes, I'm about to say, well, thank you. So just imagine about that already. Like they already do that. Thank you. So just imagine more so what they can do with the chip. I heard that there's a chip that they're making right now. Well, I think they're already making it, already testing it. It's called like NeuroSmart or something. It's something neuro something. And basically they put it in your brain and it's supposed to help nerves that don't work work. So that people can like unlock the other side of their brain. This is like it's like a yeah, it's pros and cons to everything, definitely. We're going to be cyborgs in the year 2025. <laughs> so I ain't tripping. Because as much as we like saying like we don't really fuck with it. 
like in the future, you don't know what's gonna hold to where it's like that chip might save like your that life may, one day. Yep, that might be the normal like, thing. You might fuck oh, you ain't chip, nigga. Yeah, Get away like, from me. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like it's crazy that we saying it now, but I think because we just not we not accustomed to it, we not into it yet. That's why the so, aliens ain't come back. That's another reason. Why. This is exactly why they ain't come back. They're like y'all niggas trying to chip each other. No, because where we from, getting chipped ain't a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Our ancestors yeah. like, nah. nah. <laughs> you getting nah. tagged? Ain't that what they do to the cows? Nah, nah we they good. This is just our like. generation's version of that, though. That's our. This is our generation's version of like, nah, I don't think so. Like, I mean, think about all the family you may or may not have that's in the country that don't fuck with how we live in now with even just having cell phones. Yeah. So that's what the chips are to us because yeah. we grew up with cell phones. So it's just every generation got their own struggles. It's just everything's a little different for the next generation. I would say I'm so blessed to be a millennial because we went through dial-up internet, Wi-Fi, like, and we're still young enough. What to you know about dial-up? We was around. <laughs> what you mean? Was y'all around? Was y'all around? We one year younger than this nigga. We still, <laughs> we still had dial-up when I was in middle school. Cause oh, I feel like dial-up, like the I, AOL CD. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Floppy disk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, how old do you yeah. think we are? We right there. Yeah, like, <laughs> but you know, like I, I don't know. Like I felt like I was fucking, like I was working with like computers and shit. Like when I was five, like I was already. You feel me? Like yeah. I know about yeah. Napster. You, you can't like, yeah. like, download music. <laughs> we, bro, we was on LimeWire. I was on Napster and LimeWire. Yeah, like, my mama used I was to tell me to get off the computer chat. so she could make a call on the house phone. Like, so. you, better, you better unplug that shit so I can make a phone call. No, for real. My mama would yell upstairs internet. like, get off the computer. Like, <laughs> like, it is such a blessing to be a millennial because we witnessed all of this stuff. Like, when yeah. we were younger, we didn't even have touchscreen phones. We, they still have beepers. Now we didn't have cell phones when we was younger I cell phones were we had well, the bricks we had, we had the nokia bricks they didn't yeah. become popular they popular until we were like what it. fifth fourth grade maybe <laughs> you talking about cell phones yeah yeah cell phones like fourth, like i was in fourth grade yeah, yeah. yeah. they had them but people didn't have them you know you really like when the razor first came out that's when everybody started getting phones yeah. <laughs> I had a Nokia. Y'all started with razors. I started with an old ass. I had a gold Nokia. It had the ringtone. I was like, Nokia, too. Nigga, I'm going you started off with a razor, nigga. He started off with a razor. I didn't start off with no razor. I had a Nokia as well. No, I said most. I said most. Yeah, then I upgraded because my mom went to Sprint, so I had a cool little flip Sprint phone. And they used to come out. It's funny because now we only have, like, what? The Androids and the iPhones. Back then, they used to come out with all these different. Different phones. I had one. The chocolate. Had a, it had a pixie. So I had this one phone. I don't even palm. remember what it was called. It had a, a screen the, the on Blackberry both sides palm. of the phone. Yeah. I had one of those. <laughs> I had one of the first Blackberry ones. curves. I had the Palm Pre. I, I had, had the. Do y'all remember the Eco phone? Maybe I just yeah. had it. It was like an eco friendly like phone. I had. Which you could to- throw it away. No, it was just made out of It was made out of like, like, like I don't know, made out of recycled plastic. Sidekicks, they had a sidekick with AOL on it, like an A. Yeah, niggas did have sidekicks. There was a whole song about AIM. AIM. Girl, if I say my AIM name, I'll bet you she'll store me. 
remember he said she put her away up in my face. That's me, you rude. That's why you still got a sidekick too. Like I was like, damn. I never even had a sidekick. I used to wish I had a side. Oh shit, the top five. And then they had all types. You'd be like, far. That ain't enough people. So why are you removing me off your top ten? I thought we oh, folks would hella do that. You find out you wasn't in their top eight. No, it was a top eight. It was like y'all wild. Damn, breezy. So what's 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 coming up next for you know hair products or just you in general, your business going forward? What's coming out in the next year? Um, for right now, because I did. You know, I still work full time. So I go to school full time. Facts. Full time, you know, yeah. hustling, hey. you know. Wait, I, w- I want to stop her right there. Let's talk about that because you're so well rounded. You are in a field, right? That uh-huh. is predominantly men. Definitely. Right. I'm, yeah, I'm the only so woman in the construction. So, oh, you do construction? So I'm a construction worker. Okay. Okay. I ain't gonna say where I work. She will. But I am a construction worker. I can tell y'all off the thing. Yeah. yeah, I'm a construction worker, and it um for my last two jobs, I have been the only woman um inside the actual production stack. So, like in the construction world, you do have different departments, right? You mm-hmm. might have accounting. You might have I don't know purchasing. Just different departments, but then you have the actual production slash construction, and I am actually in production slash construction. But I don't build houses. What I do, I work with the engineers and stuff like that to get the houses started. But I am the only woman in my production that stack. Works like with the blueprint, basically. Yeah, okay. basically. Yeah. Is it similar to like contracting? Which oh no, oh, no, I work. I I build new houses. Okay. Homes. Okay. New yeah. yeah, new builds. Okay. And so, um. Not only am I the only woman in my production stack, I'm also the only black woman in my division, Mm. you know. And so it has been both a struggle and a fight for me. But um, what I really like, though, you know, I came from a job that I wasn't really too unhappy at, you know, for four years. And I moved to another job. And, um, you know, one thing that they had said to me, they said, as a black person, as a black woman, like, what do you want from us? And I appreciated that, you know, that these non-people of color came to me and was just like, what can we do as white people to help you as a black woman? I said, hey, just keep lifting me up. Keep giving me opportunities because once I get put into place, that means I can bring other people of color in here off the strength of me. So when I go to them and be like, hey, he good for it or she good for it, you can hire them. They're going to take my word from it because I've been here. So I just told them like, we need better opportunities, but with that being said, because I am the only black person or damn near in the in the division right now, um, just keep giving me opportunities so that when I when it's my time, I can bring somebody in here too that I trust. Right, you know, so, so yeah, definitely. Do they Thank give you that opportunity to be able to bring some of, of um, your people in? Or? Uh, it's hit or miss, you know, because. Uh, that industry is really hard to get into. I can't front like you can apply for it. You're going to get in because it's it's a small industry and everybody knows somebody. Right. So like you can go to apply to one builder and they'd be like, oh, yeah, I know him. He used to work down here and I heard X, Y, Z. And now he ain't got the position. You see what I'm saying? So it's it's really hard to get in. I only got into this place because somebody who I was previously working with went there Mm -hmm. and he hit me up and was like hey you know this position just opened up and i really want you to have it are you interested and i didn't really want to do it at first and then they interviewed me and stuff like that and i really liked the job but it was the most i'm just i thank god every day that i'm blessed with a job that i love and that i'm happy to go to because nowadays you hear people 
who say like, I'm so miserable here and I want to leave yeah. and every day. I, I don't have nothing. I, I look forward to going to work. My boss is great. I can talk to them. The people around me is great. Everybody mind their business. You see what I'm saying? So, what? girl, <laughs> that was the what? best part. I was like, they mind their business. So I have nothing but good things to say about the company. I'm just so happy that I made the move. The move was scary for me, definitely, because when you're somewhere for four or five years, you're so comfortable, and you like, even though I'm miserable, I'm I'm comfortable. Like right. I can, I know what I can get away with, and so I took that leap, and I've been happy since. That's right. No, Instacart they'll deliver for you, but even on the Walmart, they'll like have the groceries in that little. They can put them in that locker for you. Or they can put them in your trunk for you. They'll come out and put them in your trunk. Smith will too. Smith does it too. Yeah, and I like Smiths. I fuck with But the the only thing is that you have to pick a time slot, so you have to let them know like when you're coming. I think. That is a okay with me, as long as I ain't gotta go in the store right now. Yeah, you just shop on your phone, and they'll bring it right out to you. Look at this shopping on your phone. So, with the whole (laughs) like, I've been um, trying to keep up with a lot of things going on, you know, especially with our people and stuff like that. I'm loving that, um, you know, there are people that are looking out for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Oh, you gotta have tough skin doing stuff. I my I went through a lot in that industry. Yeah. Um, you know, people. My first job, you know, they VPs. So you scared of them to begin with, but telling me stuff like, "Oh, you should have your baby in the cornfield." Like I'm not gonna catch on to what they saying, but you know, it's also my way to eat. So yeah. I have they, to. I have a cornfield. Where the fuck is their cornfield? Exactly. In Nevada. Exactly. What they first mean? of all, what do they mean you know her? what they meant by that because ain't no cornfields around exactly. us. Exactly. Why would you say that to a black woman? Right. Who, who has babies in a cornfield? When it's hospitals. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would I do that? Yeah. Were you born well, in a cornfield? Because I get fired real quick. Well, but this. you know, even though I went through that, it taught me how to conduct myself. Because I feel like the old me, I would have flew off the handle. Like, okay, yeah. I'm definitely going to go off. It's going to go up. But then going through that and have and building so much tough skin, I just learned not to take it personal. Don't let it mess up my bread. That's what they want. They, they want, want to yeah. see the other side. They, they, they want you to flip out. They yeah. do. So I, it definitely they paint it, you as angry yeah, and fucking as unstable when they baby. Yeah, basically. And so calling you everything but your name. So what I learned to do is just call them out right then and there. Like, hey, you got a problem? Because we can sit down and talk about it. Like. <laughs> We can hash it out or whatever the case may be. Once you come at them and let them know that I'm not, I'm not scared of you, but you know what type of time I'm on when we're not in the office. Exactly. You know, and <laughs> they learn to sit down and be quiet and know what they can say and can't okay. say. You know. And so. I feel like the way you articulate yourself, I feel like sometimes when you articulate yourself as a black woman very well, they feel comfortable to say shit that they wouldn't say yes, to any exactly. black person. Oh, yes. I've had, been like there. white girls ask me like, "Oh, I don't know offense. I just wanted to ask or like just say like you have really nice hair for a black girl." Like some I shit they would never say. say. No offense. Yeah. No offense. Yeah, before they start a sentence. Not trying to sound racist, but like yeah, I had a girl ask me like, to touch my hair and then got real close and was like, "Oh, it's real." Oh, so you wanted to touch my weave? Like, okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I feel like we've all been through those micro aggression especially in corporate america yeah, like i had to deal with that at. shit with my accountant internship like at a big firm and ugh, like yeah. every little thing or or when they ask you things that you just should automatically know because you're black like they would ask me what does future mean when he says blah 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 and i'd be like do i look like i'm fucking future yeah. like <laughs> you, you know the biggest thing is that 
uh, I didn't like is that they shocked. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you shocked that I went to college or something? That like, you smart, yeah. that you educated, like, that, that you are educated, able to do like, things. Well-spoken. You know, but also with that, with that being said, I also learned that they're very intimidated. So like for me, that's what slowed down a lot of my progress in um, leveling up at jobs because where I was at before getting to this new job, they was too intimidated by me. Like mm-hmm. every time they looked around, I was doing something. I was learning something. My hand was in something like they was just like, basically, if we keep teaching her the game, she going to do this shit herself. Yeah. Like, we got to slow her down. We got to keep her at a certain level because she taking all of that knowledge that we're teaching They don't her. want you to be better than exactly. them. Exactly. You know, Maybe. and so... They don't. I mean, and they don't. But it's just fucked up because it's just like we are when we gonna take over eventually. Yeah. Like no matter you know? what. But it is like I experienced a lot of that shit just being in Massachusetts and just uh, being some one just being out of my comfort zone, being three thousand miles away from home, but then just being somewhere where it was more white people than it was black. You know what I mean? At a at a certain point, in certain like I played rugby, so I did have a lot of white people around and. One thing I can say that while I have relationships with them is because they're very open. Mm-hmm. And we used to have a lot of conversations because a lot of the stuff that we talk, like a lot of stuff that they see on social media, they didn't understand that shit. Yeah. Some people, they really don't understand. Some yeah. of them don't understand like the struggles and certain shit that we go through as black people. So once you start breaking it down and you start teaching them, then some people are... Yeah, you know what I mean? definitely. I'll, Receive I'll, it and, and turn around and, and change the ways that they was taught. Because some of them was just going off what they was raised off exactly, of. They don't yeah. know no better. Well, my daddy don't. Well, you know, you know those kind of those kind of white people is okay with me. Right. Like, you feel me? Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I don't have no problem with you saying, look, I don't know, but you can teach me. Yeah. I have a problem with you not being black and then telling me how I should feel. Exactly. That's where my problem is. But if you are open enough to be like, you know, I really don't know this and I just want to be taught. Just tell right. me, tell me how you feel and you take accountability for how I'm feeling. I'm cool with you all day long. I just have the problem with the people who telling me how I should feel about being black. I'm uh, I'm glad you said that because there's this situation going on with the Breonna Taylor thing. I don't know if y'all saw that with the prosecutor trying to flip the script and say that she was friends with whoever that they were trying to get. And that's why they went, you know, I'm making all these excuses Mm -hmm. for shit. Like there was mail being sent to her house or something like that. Yeah. They had went to that address. It was was something that I heard, something crazy that still did not justify the killing. Right. So it's like all of this, no justification and just not protecting, you know what I'm saying? And then not protecting our own, because I feel like the DA or whoever the fuck that is, that's supposed to be prosecuting this shit. He ain't doing nothing, but talking in a goddamn, yeah, your phone. Need it? I was just checking the battery on it, but it don't matter. Um, yeah. So there was that, That, that's been weighing on me a lot this week. Cause I've seen, I saw that and it's like, damn, here goes another, reason for you know well the thing is they don't understand that like you know it's just gonna keep getting worse like we getting at this point we getting angry like in the words of tupac how he said when you're hungry and you're poor and you're knocking on somebody's door you ask nicely the first time hey i'm hungry can i please get something to eat 
The second that, time, knock- it's like, hey, look, I, I said I was hungry the third time. It's like, bitch ass nigga, I just told you yeah. I was hungry. Like, <laughs> I'm kicking the door in. I'm coming for it. Yep. I'm here. So I feel like it's only going to get worse. Like, they have to take accountability for what they have done. That's the problem that bothers me because I'm a person. I will take accountability for my actions, whether I'm wrong. You know, I don't have no problem saying I'm sorry. Like, you know, this yeah. was wrong. I could have did better. I could have said this better. But to see grown ass people just sit there and not take accountability it is just it's it's terrible they don't understand the thing is they don't understand our perspective yeah since the beginning of time that we start reading about Mm -hmm. slavery you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. and it's built into every system it's systemic like from the smallest things what they doing to us right now is what they was doing back then so back then they used to call it breaking a buck when they would sit up there and beat our black men in front of their wives and their kids, right. rape them and stuff like that. Right now, all they doing is killing us and putting it in front of us, and then it's tormenting with us. Like yeah. mentally, it's messing us. It's it's literally breaking a book. Like eventually, we're gonna be so broke down from just watching it that you know we don't take fight. action. Yeah, this know? conversation like I just wanted to say. This conversation is golden. Only because, like, what we're what we were talking about earlier with raising our kids, this is the conversation yeah. right here that's going to change Definitely. it. Because it's not just us teaching them how to conduct ourselves and everything like that. We have to teach them how to solve a problem. Mm-hmm. Like even what you're saying with the things that you encountered at work, mm-hmm. we have to teach them how to, to maneuver through those situations, and not, not just, just know they're above it, but how to maneuver through. Not but I think I do think with that comes with learning. And knowing how to run the streets. I feel mm-hmm. like I maneuver through my situations because I was raised in the hood. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only reason why I'm as good as I am today, because not only was I raised in the hood, but I'm very educated as well. But without having those hood instincts and knowing how to think quick, knowing what to say, knowing how to react to certain things, knowing when not to react to certain things, that got me through a lot of corporate bullshit as yeah. well. And you it gets black, basically finessing, just finessing through it so that you can get what you want out of it. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you when know? you black, educated, and street smart, you a, that, you a triple yeah. threat to America. So, you know, just so going off what Kiana yeah. just said, learning how to, you know, I mean, like, you know, when it comes to raising our kids, that's the one thing that I'm very big on. My son got to be street smart. I'm sorry. Like, you need yeah. to know how to act in the corporate world, but I need you to know how to act when it's a gang of niggas, too. Like, I need you to know how to conduct yourself and how you should handle things that, you know, you you may feel like you need to get out of. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But he needs to be well-rounded in all areas. Yeah. Not just so well-rounded that you're making it in the corporate. Okay, that's cool. But But you don't know how to talk to people. So now it's like. So, no, that's cool. But when you go to the States, the grandpa house, like, and it's other people your age, like, how are you handling this right now? Like, are you at school? And you getting bagged on, are you gonna cry about it? Like code switching. Because <laughs> 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 you come home crying to me, I'm bagging on you yeah. even harder. I mean, it makes a, and I think she make like she makes a point because it's just like me, like the way I finessed how the way where I got to, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't I wouldn't say like I'm you know, I'm I'm successful in my own way, but the way I got here was because like my street smarts, like not only am I educated, I'm going to school and I'm going to college and I'm picking up where we talk, but I'm also using my street smarts for me being in, you know what I'm saying, for me being in streets or me being raised in the hood to maneuver through the system because, like, I think you got to know that, like, 
as a black man, like I think you gotta have that, like you gotta have that street smart, that wittiness about that wittiness you. About I feel like because... that also too gives you more drive to to get through those situations because of where we came from. Exactly. No, for real, because I feel like it's not a fact, hundred percent fact, but in my eyes, from what I see, and this is my opinion, like if we see any millionaire black man. Half of them niggas came from the hood. Yeah. Yeah. And use that hood mentality. All of them. You know what I'm saying? To get (laughs) to where they need to get. And that helped them. You know what I'm saying? Not not only, not saying that you need that 24-7, but like that book. You know what I mean? Reading going to get you to the next level. Exactly. Being educated will get to the next level. But then also using your street smarts is going to get you through them little other yeah. doors, you exactly. feel it? It helps you conduct business. That's yes. what I Because no, when you know how to handle oh. the streets, you know how to, you learn how to handle business, how to handle people, how to handle relationships. Yeah. Well, you, you know, know, they say like when you come from like a, like a poor, a low poverty background, let's say you went without food. They say as you get older, you have such a drive that you, you gonna eat Bro. regardless. Like Bro. I would never starve again because that's how I was raised. Right. And I, and I feel like a lot I, of I, I grew up starving. Yeah, so, now so I'm gonna eat the rest of my life. Exactly. So I feel like a lot of that too comes with how I am so goal oriented. I feel like I did come from a low poverty background. It was crack done inside my household. You get what I'm saying? We was poor, boiling water on the stove, having to share fucking bathtub water. You know. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like with that being said, my in my mind, I'm like I would never go back to that. I don't care. I would how, never have my. I would work three, four jobs before I even go back to that. You know. And even on that, like I, I'm surprised I haven't even talked about this yet. But I'm reading this Master P book, and um, everything you're saying was the first chapter. Mm-hmm. I, I lived in poverty. We had seven kids in the house. We fighting over food. Yep. We trying to figure this out. Exactly. But I kept telling myself, "Yo, I'm gonna make it." He said in the book, "Um, yo." I was trying to, I told all my friends in high school that I, w- I wanted to go to the University of Texas. Mm-hmm. And um, they were like, man, you can't do that. You from the ghetto. You, you, this, you, that. Your education ain't gonna let you. He said by the end of his senior year, he had a full ride to University of Houston mm-hmm. uh, majoring in business. Yep. So you can't just allow your situation to overcome exactly. you, you and your successes. My, my favorite motto is how you gonna boss up? Period. Like, right. okay, you went through all that. That's sad. I feel bad for you. But what's what next? you gonna do? You gonna what boss you gonna up on your it? situation or what? And that's really that's how it. I keep going. Like, okay, that was fucked up. You took that ill. Boss up. Like, I don't want to hear no sad stories. We all got one. Yep. You know, but keep it pushing. You gotta keep bossing up on every ill yeah. that you ever took, and just keep going. Boss up. Keep just it playing. We got enough problems. What's the solution? Yeah. Right. Like, just to piggyback, like off that quote, like I always be saying something like similar. Just be like, my purpose is bigger than my environment. You know what I'm saying. Yep. And I mean, my my purpose is bigger than my atmosphere. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. My atmosphere is too small for my purpose. Okay. You'll let. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but because like we are destined for something, you know what I'm saying? We are destined for something great. Like God didn't put us on this earth to be ancient to people. Eat and breathe. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but where we mess up as people are is we let our environment and our atmosphere control. Mm-hmm our purpose are, now you, you see what i'm saying so now our purpose of being whoever if i if, if if i woke up 
if I woke up and I was like, you know what, I'm going to be the best coach that I can be. I'm going to be the top head coach. I'm going to be this. I'm gonna, I want to be the, the top coach of the nation. Do Then I have to, that's my purpose. I have to keep doing that. But if my atmosphere is fucking with drunk ass coach buddy 24 seven and he got an 0 and 10 record every fucking year, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't get yeah. nowhere because my atmosphere is keeping me, you know what I'm you saying? You gotta, you really gotta so have tunnel vision. Definitely. You, you have to have tunnel vision. I feel like, when you look at yourself and be like, I know I'm destined. I know I'm going to be successful. I'm so, I have such great tunnel vision that I don't see nobody on the side of me. I don't mm-hmm. care what you finna do. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you finna do mm-hmm. because my story is already written. Facts. So I'm going to do that and achieve that regardless of what you do. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I wish you the best and I hope I see you at the top, but I'm going, I'm still going to do what I'm doing. You're not going right. to stop anything. My mama ain't going to stop anything. My brother ain't stopping nothing. I'm keeping it moving. That I just feel like I see an end game for me, and that's just where I need to be at. You know, I don't have time to stop and be like, well, such and such did this, and I'm kind of behind, you know, or such and such did that, and I'm kind of, nah, I don't see none of that. You can you can be people that may if twice. If you going through your struggle like yeah. that, like, I want to ask you, like, going through all that, like, did you have to kick people off, like, friends that you had and, Definitely. like, stuff like... Yeah, Too like, I'm, I'm still going through things like that. Uh, For me, I just feel like I'm so... Like I said, I just have tunnel vision. I feel like when people can't really... uh, When you are pushing yourself to be somewhere and you are grinding to be somewhere, people just gonna fall off the bandwagon just because it's you. Yep. Like... They feel like they can't fit in with you. It's not me. I'm not doing anything. You are more than welcome to still be here, but they falling off just because they uncomfortable with what I'm doing. You mm. know, that's really just how it is. You know, I, I don't. I can't really say so I cut. I, I never cut nobody off. You know, people just I do. just well, yeah. But you, you know <laughs> no, what I mean. Like I, feel, I, I feel what she's saying because like they just gonna leave. I, yeah. I, 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 you I gonna think outgrow about that them? A lot. Like I think about that a lot. There's people that I used to hang out with, or whatever, but. I've never cut none of them off because I always tried to bring them to where yeah. I was at or better. Yeah. yeah. But like how she said, they see what you got going on and they understand that they don't fit that shit. No yeah. More. Exactly. That they see that you kind of outgrown them and basically it's like they shared they self off. Yeah, exactly. But you know, I still uh, hit up my old friends from time to time, just checking on you, checking on your moms and stuff like yeah. that. Just so they know it's nothing but love always. You get what I'm saying? Uh, that don't mean call me for some money or nothing. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? But it's nothing but love between us. But people just drift off. They're going to go with the group of friends that's party. I don't party. You see mm. what I'm saying? So, of course, you're not going to call me to party with you. I've never been to a club. I don't party. So you're not going to call me. You yeah. see what I'm saying? You're going to call your party animals. You're going to call your party friends. Y'all finna have fun. I'm not going to be the friend to call. I'm the friend that you want to call and talk about some business stuff with. I'm all for it, but I feel like eventually they just, they kind of just drift away from me, you know, but that's something that I've really been, you know, uh, just dealing with, you know, mentally, but I'm starting to grow and understand that it's not personal. Like they, mm-hmm. they not cutting, they not necessarily cutting me off or anything like that. They just got their own plan. Everybody's like, growing in different directions. Yeah, that's, and it's that's all. And it's, and it's, and it's, it's truly nothing but love. Like, you know, I might see this person next this time next year. They might be fully bossed up on me. I don't right. know. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. You seem like you try to keep like a positive environment. You seem like you try to be like very peaceful with yourself. And oh, definitely. With everything that you got going definitely. on. Do definitely. You, uh, do you partake in like any like, uh, I'm just going to say yoga, but like any like mental practices basically? 
Um, yeah, because I know for a while you was doing a lot of um, spiritual, you know. No, I do. Deep yeah, diving. Do do? Yeah. I, I just don't. <laughs> no, it was a deep dive. Yeah, no, yeah. it was a deep dive. Yeah. For a while, and yeah. it was like, who is this person? Yeah, Name yeah. changed and everything. And I'm yeah. like, oh. you know, I, you, I'm asking because I'm the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, I don't promote it because I feel like when it comes to spirituality, it's within yourself. It's not really meant to be promoted to right. everybody. It's all about you. The people who are heavenly promoting that, you're not really spiritual. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just show and tell. That's not really who you is. You're not coming home, taking your mask off and looking at yourself for who you really are and really stripping yourself down. That's the kind of, that's how I started off. Honestly, I was like 19 trying to figure out myself. I'm like, I went through so much hurt and I feel like I'm not changing. Like what's happening with me type of thing. And one day I just stripped myself clean, like cut my hair off. You know, I need to figure out who I am, what I love, what I like, figure out myself. I had, I didn't have, I didn't grow up inside of a home that was filled with love. So that was the biggest thing for me. I'm like, bro, you don't know how to love yourself because you was never really fully taught how to love properly. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, I had to just wipe wipe the slate clean and start over, like literally and as I was trying to figure out who I am, I'm, I'm reading books. So now I'm knowing about my history. I'm knowing about my people. So I'm, now I'm loving that I'm black. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm loving that. I'm like, oh, we really was the shit. Like, we mm-hmm. really, you know, they made me think something other than that. And then from there, I found Islam. And I just feel like um, the one thing that keeps me going, I'm like, I'm just so thankful to be here. Like, it was times when I was a kid, I'm like, I'm not going to make it. Yeah. Like, you're not going to see 21 you know, your cousins, friends dying, you're not going to be able to make it out here like that. And so every day I'm like, I'm just happy I'm here. I'm happy that I'm mobile. I'm happy that I can see, I can feel. Even when I get upset, you know, you know how some people be like, you know, why are you mad at that? Chill out. I'll tell myself, no, I'll feel that emotion that you feel in right now. You got to stay in that sometimes. You got to feel that emotion. Like feel what you're going through right now. Really feel it. Really hone in on it. Boss up. After a day or two, Awesome. Right. You know, if you got somebody that you want to talk to, you feel me, or vent to that you can trust, talk to them, vent to them, get it off your chest. But I really feel like um, what keeps me just mentally stable is not wanting to go back to not knowing who I was. That, you know, even, I could feel it. Even if I need to, like, you know, sit down and reevaluate. Because, you know, as I'm so that's the thing, too. As I got older, I'm like, dang, like, now I'm 26. Like, who am I? Like, again, because now you feel like, once you start a spiritual journey, it don't stop. Yeah, yes. You know, it keeps going. Fair, yeah. So what I learned is that, okay, now that I'm getting older, I need to accept if who I am and who I'm involving to as a woman, you know, and now I need to relearn who I am at 26. And I may need to do it again when I'm 28, you know, 32, 30. you yeah, know, whatever, whatever. Yeah, but no, be it. very accepting that the things that I used to like, I probably don't like no more. The things that I used to do, I probably don't, you know. That's her. No, nah, that's, it's weird because, uh, like, I went through a phase like that, you know, uh, just coming, like, coming back from school and stuff, and uh, I just started reading the Bible more, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, uh, like, one of my favorite verses that kind of hit me was, like, James 1 and 8, like, a double-minded man is unstable in all ways. Mm-hmm. And that kind of hit home for me because I felt like I was in a state where, I was double-minded. I was tricking myself out of mm-hmm. things that I that I believed in and I had faith in, but I was teeter-totter because I, I was 
you can't either you're gonna go with your heart or you're gonna go with your mind. Oh, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel true. like you can't, you can't if, if you making certain decisions, like you gotta go with your heart, what your gut feeling is, your yeah, heart. Definitely. But our mind can trick us because we our mind sees so many different things. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I feel that. Yeah, uh like even with being a part of the uh Muslim background, the one thing that I love about being Muslim is that when we pray. We bow, you know, we do our salat. And the reason why we do that is because Allah is telling us that our heart is bigger than our mind. Right. You know, you can see what I'm saying. So that's the one time that I feel like it's like re-humbling me down. Like yeah. your heart is way bigger than what you're going through or what you think that you're going through or what you think that you are. You get what I'm saying? So, so you read, so you read the message to the black man. Oh no, I, I did. I definitely, I did. yeah, I definitely okay. did. It yeah. Was Okay. Yeah, no, it's- I, I read it. I, I had to double back with the double back. Yeah. I read it a couple times just so I could. It's deep. So yeah. some of the shit, some of the shit that you like, you you see, like I had to go back and underline. Yeah. And stuff like that. But yeah. I just want I want to ask you that because you were saying that you, you know, part of the Muslim uh community. Yeah, religion, for me, so. uh, I love Farrakhan. I, yeah. He's so he, the, he's so militant. I just love the way he operate. But I'm not a part of the Nation of Islam. Okay. I am a part of the Orthodox Muslim. So the original okay. is like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. um, so we don't really practice like, you know, like all white people are bad people or anything. Yeah. I, don't get me wrong. <laughs> you know, right. I still have my beliefs and stuff. So that's why I still love the Nation of Islam. For me, the Nation of Islam is there for you when you are a black person yet that need to be lifted up out of the mud. When you don't think highly of yourself, when you don't love yourself, that book, Message to the Black Man and Farrakhan is there to teach you that we are kings and queens and stuff like that. So that's why I love him. I can't never discredit what the nation of, nation of Islam do, but I don't practice hate. Everything I do is off the strength of love. I feel like when you don't operate off of love and off the intention of love, nothing works out. You're never going to prosper yes. like that. No matter what I have been through, uh, you know, even with having situations with my family members, it's a couple of them. I shouldn't even be talking to to this day, but it's the love in me that I feel like I got to, though. You see what I'm saying? Like, I got to still operate off that strength of love. Hate you know? it, because hate not going to get you nowhere. And it, it takes too much to do all it that. Take, it's too much energy, and you'll fuck around, and you'll mess around. You can love somebody. You ain't got to talk to them. Wow. You ain't got to deal with them. But you can love people. You see what I'm saying? So... It's yeah. gonna fuck them up more than it's gonna fuck you up Definitely. by you loving them. They're gonna be like this motherfucker. Really supposed to be hating me? Like what's going Definitely. on? It's gonna put them in a awkward position. Definitely. So it's like I I, was, I don't know what y'all was watching. They were like hating someone is like literally drinking poison. Like so you're drinking poison. So you're spending this time hating another person, but you're really harming yourself. Like. So definitely, yeah. Um, I wanted to ask: Are you ever interested in like mentoring, or do you vlog? Do you blog? Do you? Um, Because your words, like, I don't know how to. (laughs) No, I really don't know how to explain. I know she's crying. I'm like, oh my god! No, for real. Like, I don't know. I low key teared up too. Like, what the fuck did I miss? I don't know how to explain it. Like, I low key teared up too. I don't know how to explain it. I feel like it when you were like, um. You had never like seen love, so you have to like. Anyway, because you know that's the problem that that's we, we go through as, yeah. as, as a black, community. As, yeah, you know, to this day, I always talk about. I always tell my husband, I'm like, you know, he really worked for me because for a person who never seen love, and I'm just trying to give you love, you got to imagine how hard it was for me. Like for a long time, I was uncomfortable with telling like 
people I love them. Like, cause I, I didn't, my, me and my parents, we never told each other we love each other. Like I can count on my hands how many times my mom actually said she loved me. You feel me? And so I had to really get out of that, com- um, you know, that comfort, that uncomfortability of myself and just learn to tell people like, hey, I love you. Even as friends, family, hey, I love you. Be safe. Drive safe. Like it took some practice. I, that, didn't, that didn't just come natural for me, you know, but I'm like, I, 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 I feel- think that's beautiful, though, because I have I the opposite my problem. I'm trying to take <laughs> love away. Yeah. I love too fucking much, and I'm going to finish it Yeah, but no, as far as, like, turn it off. as far as, like, mentoring and stuff like that, um, I did used to, uh, like, vlog or stuff, like, about my journey back then in 2012, maybe 14, but a lot of people were calling me weird at that time because I was on a spiritual wave way before yeah. people were actually on it. So, before they're doing it now. And yeah. it's like, it so, feels like they're chasing. Said, don't, set, don't, don't think that because you set the trend. Not everybody think they woke together. Yeah. 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 You know, so it, it kind of was hurting my feelings low key because I'm like, they telling me I'm worshiping crystals. They telling me I'm weird. Like, and so I kind of like, stopped. You can be all of that. You can do, people act like that's just one thing. Like you're a witch and shit. Like yeah. there's multiple things that come in the yeah definitely so i had kind of but it was okay because once i got over it i realized my spirituality wasn't meant to be for everybody else anyways so yeah. maybe i should have went through that process to know that every book you read it don't need to be shared right. everything you go through it don't need to be shared just do it you know like if it's really real just do it you don't have to worry about proving a point on who's more spiritual so that's the only reason why i did stop i would love to you know, mentor and stuff like that. But I think you uh, should. The, the, the words hit different. I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I feel they like what you should do. Maybe you should start off with like an audio book or something, like an odd, like just something where people can listen to. Because just hearing you talk, I've learned more than the actual business development mixer that we went to the other day. <laughs> like you just, like you know, I feel like that's something that's that you so could bad. really like, yeah. like give people inspiration, motivation, let them know that like where I come from, like you have no fucking excuse. Like I'm pretty sure you went to school, your parents told you they love you every fucking day, and you're still making excuses. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I feel like you definitely can set the tone for a lot of black women, like young black women. Yeah, you're in definitely. a field with men. You know, you're. You started a business. You got all your shit ordered in one day. <laughs> like, there's a lot of qualities about you. I think a lot of Black women can take from and learn from and mold themselves. And I feel like a lot of people have been gravitating themselves to you. Even recently, I feel like I see a lot of people gravitating themselves to you a lot more now. Yeah, your Twitter's you pretty have. active. Yeah, you know, like, lately yeah. it's been pretty. Well, active. I just, Especially I just like think younger, uh, younger crowd. Like, I agree with them because, like, we're gonna have to pause for a minute. Oh yeah. Right, every time. I can't make it, y'all. My son at the door breaking my handle off. Like, he just want to be in my face. That's how kids are. They just want to be under you. Not Kari. Except Kari is like a rare breed of amazing girl. That's cool. (laughs) If I lock my door, Elijah, and that's not even my kid. That's my sibling, but he will have a full-blown fit if my door is locked. No, nah, but I was just saying, uh, Brizzy, I think you should though. Uh, like, especially just like with this younger younger community of like females. Like, I, I'm around a lot of high school kids, so I see how they act. And, like, yeah, definitely. The females are very different from like when I went to school. Like, the guys and I think the guys are too. But teaching, yeah, they're the more school. so. Like the girls are 
they're more they mature. They're they're now I wouldn't say mature like mentally, but, but the way that they're doing things is more mature than when I was in school when hot girls like how they move. And, and I feel and like, I feel like, like they share themselves. Yeah. When I substitute middle I, I school, girls to say are feeling a Hold on, Rico. Go ahead. Oh, are you? No, you go ahead. Go ahead, Rico. I was just I was just saying that I feel like a lot of younger women they're they're using the wrong things or like they feel. I don't know how to say like they they have the wrong idea of what they need in order to get to where they want. I feel like a lot of women are like sexualizing themselves and like putting themselves in predicaments that they really don't need to put themselves in to get to positions that they yeah, need to definitely. be in, and they're keeping bad company and stuff. I feel like you can really help a lot of women understand that they don't have to do certain well, shit in order to get what things I, done. What I think comes from that again is just another way of saying that they don't have love inside their homes either. Like when we were right. in high school. I feel like for me, uh, a lot of people didn't know what I went through because I was quiet. I was just to myself. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like when people hear things, they be like, I didn't know you was going through that. Well, you never asked either. Like yeah. you wasn't in my home. I didn't invite people into my, my business like that. And so, but I feel like you have to really pay attention to how kids these days are saying they're not being loved. And what's, was really more bothersome more than anything is that like you can live in the same home with your parents and they don't even see it. So imagine going to schools. How they how are you gonna expect other kids or teachers or mentors to pick up on it when people you live with don't aren't pick up on Yeah, it. they're not yeah. even picking up on it. You see what I'm saying? That so I just think they're sexualizing themselves because of the same reason that we were going through things, but we just did it differently. Yeah, that's, that's all. We we didn't have like, everything Instagram is overt now. That everything is out in the open. Yeah. They have to show it for the you know. Twerking yeah, was, I mean, popping ass was there, but twerking as it is, like as a whole, like how is it? It's a thing. It's a, yeah. Right. Yeah. You just that's the only was, way yeah, people dance. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. we don't need to do no more. Y'all don't soldier boy no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we was trying to dance. Y'all don't do the line. Yeah, like that yank. You that yank, you couldn't dance. Now it's work. Now you can't twerk. Not in the challenge. But no, nah, just me knowing you, Breezy, though, like, just from how I know you, like, I think you should. Like, because you, you just, you real. You yeah, know, definitely. I, I try to do And like, you're you talk calm. You, you talk very calm. Very calm. Definitely. It's soothing as hell. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I just think that's how you want to mentor people. You don't want to sit up there. And talk to people about how you made it. Like, I want to know the grimy stuff, what you've been through, what you did, you know, what made you you. That's really what I want to know about. That's how I would like to have been mentored, you know. I don't want to just see the success side of things. I also want to see, like, what you've been through, you know. Right. And so the I feel story. like when you, the struggle. you you connect with people on that type of level, too. Yes. You see what I'm saying? And so I feel like when you are able to be empathetic, and connect with people on that level, it's a, it, it makes a better mentorship. You know? yeah. So or not even just a, a better mentorship, it just makes a better friendship. Um, so like when we were talking about like you're on your, your, your spiritual journey and stuff like that, like everything happens for a reason. Some people fall off and you come back in contact with them later on. Mm -hmm. And that's when you were supposed to meet them. That's yeah. when you meet we them talked where they about are. That. Yeah. Everybody in this yeah. room has been in different places, but we in this room, right? Yeah. 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 For a reason. Definitely, definitely. You know what I mean? We all went definitely. to the same school. We all went to the same school. Y'all my yeah. husband's yeah. cousins yeah. and I didn't yeah. know they all since elementary school. Yeah. Elementary, you know? yeah. And it's like, you know, maybe that's I wouldn't true. have vibed with you. That's how it's true. Everything changes. Everybody pops up 
when they're supposed to, just how you were saying your story is already written. Everybody's story is already mm-hmm. written. But the cross the the um paths that you cross, you cross them when you're supposed to. You come back in contact with people when you're supposed right. to, Definitely. when you're ready for them. The people that fall off right. and drift off don't feel bad like, about it. Remember when we when I had came back and you had came through the Raylan and Kaylins and you had first got your sleeve and then I was getting my shit. Yeah. And it was like, yo, so that time but then there was a time where we weren't speaking not because we didn't want to speak to each other we we're just doing different things yeah, i'm in the navy i'm gone she's doing yeah that's life yep, but here we are again exactly. you know what i mean you know some, some people sleepovers yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. yo Brie, that was actually my first uh like party i want to say elementary school <laughs> yeah. i think we went to the movies and like, yeah i still have that picture i still have the picture no cat i still have the picture yeah, no, no. I was just saying, imagine if we was all friends in high school, we wouldn't be able to have this quality conversation we have now because we would have already have grown with each other this whole time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we have to go through different stories so we can all sit in this room and have this quality conversation. Exactly. Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like everybody is here for either a reason, a season, or a lifetime. So I like that. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, I'm a lifetime. Because look, <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I'm trying to, trying to be a lifetime. Yeah, definitely. It's crazy too because you got to watch the people that drift and you got to watch who they start drifting towards. Yeah, but but see, that's why sometimes that's that's why sometimes, but you know, with with, even with that being said, even when I do see people uh falling off, I'll if you are my close friend, I'm definitely gonna tell you just one time because I feel like I love you enough to allow you to make your own decisions as a person, you know, like I'm going to allow you to make your own mistakes, allow you to do what you want to do. Cause I can't control people. We have free will, you know, but I can tell you and be woman enough to be like, Oh, I don't really like what you got going on right now. Or I think you better than that. You should do better. You know, I don't have no problem doing that, but I'm not going to keep saying it either. I feel so, like a true friend should be able to tell somebody else exactly. that without them taking it the wrong exactly. way. Because I feel like I'm that know. type of friend. Like, yeah, me too. I feel like my partners don't tell me certain shit because they know, like, don't go this nigga right here. He just oh uh, no, nah, but like but I feel like I feel I feel the same way. Like, if I'm fucking up, tell me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm that type of person. Like. I might complain, but at the end of the day, like I hear what the fuck you saying. Like I really like I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna think about what you said. I'm a, it's gonna be heavily on my mind to where it's like, all right, like this nigga is right. Like yeah, get definitely. up, get out my own way. You know what I'm saying? But some people can't receive that criticism. Yeah, you do definitely have so, to know who who and when. Who, and, yeah, yeah, so and kind of fill the room. So um, and who who's worth the criticism? To be honest, because. It's people that it's not even worth opening your mouth to because they're who they are. And well, that's that it. is true. That is true. But that's somebody being stubborn and stuck in their ways. And if you see that they stubborn and stuck in their ways, then you should get yeah. the fuck up out of there because well, one thing that's not for I was you. gonna say on that, I was gonna say on that is that I went through some th- recent events, and I just want to say that with people drifting off and stuff, that comes with change and growth in you as a person. Because I would tell myself, like, they would have never did that to the old me. The old me would have never went through that shit. But I'm a new me today. And the new me is going to go through new Definitely. shit. The new me is going to have new people around me. Like, it's just meant for that to happen. If you're not changing and pe- you're not seeing people's true colors and shit like that, you're not changing as a person. You're you're stagnant. When mm-hmm. you stop being stagnant and you start growing, you're going to see people fall off. It's natural. Everybody can't fit at the top. That's the Definitely. real thing. Yeah, I feel like, you know, even with that, though, no matter what, I just look at those 
type of situation. Like, it's nothing but love. Like, no matter what happens, it's nothing but love. I don't try to have none of that negativity on me or make me feel some type of way. It's just whatever. We fall off. We cool. We not. Whatever. It's nothing but love. Like, see you when I see you. Like, right. It's not going to stop nothing. I promise you. So We're going to have to talk. <laughs> She just want me. She just want to sit on the phone yeah, and talk. I, I hear my voice. <laughs> like just, I'll, just keep I'll, talking. I'll, it's soothing. Yeah, I'm gonna call you when you're on your way home. <laughs> Girl, always. <laughs> um, y'all got anything else I wanted to ask? We can wrap it I up. Just What's next? Ask, right, go ahead. Okay, I'll ask first about your products. Like, where can we? I know you said your Instagram earlier, but like, where can we find them? How can we purchase them? Um, you can go to, I have a website, it's becurlyego.com. You can go to my Instagram. If I know you personally, you feel free to hit me up. You know, I ain't no weirdo or anything like that. You ain't got to feel like you can't say <laughs> nothing to me. If you, if you want some, you know, just hit me and, uh, you can just do it like that. Cash app, Zelle, or strictly through the website. Um, with it being so hot, I, if you're, if you are local, I do prefer to drop off at your door. We don't have to meet or anything like that, but, um, I don't like to have to drop the mask off inside the mailbox because it is a, a processed food, you know? And so it can go bad if you forget it in the mailbox for two, three days, it needs to be refrigerated. So that's the only thing, you know, hopefully in the winter I'll kick it back up. But I really, what I really want to do is start doing like, um, drops because i am very busy at the time with school and just working and stuff like that what's drops like you know just set a date where you can process oh, okay. and get it instead of being instead of the product being available every single day right you know so it's like okay on these days i'm going to only drop the product on these days pretty right. much to kind of help uh my schedule or time constraints i feel okay. it yeah. and everything looks reasonably priced you know what i mean eight ounce jar is fourteen dollars Anyway, give me something to make you know, this. Four ounce make jar to mask. <laughs> <laughs> if you decide to get into dermatology and stuff, are you going to do that? Do like face masks instead of, you know what I mean? Like, no, when I uh, when I want to do dermatology, I really want to focus on black skin. Like just okay. making it healthy, making it look beautiful. You know, for people that's going through, um, you know, having breakouts and dark marks and, and shit like that that's like, why these girls be wearing that makeup yeah bro. like they I, got them dark marks but it's be okay though yeah like, i really want to focus it's on it's called that. hyperpigmentation that's what it's called yes thank you not, dark marks. Thank not you. dark marks yeah, thank not you very dark much marks. hyperpigmentation yeah i really i really want to focus on that don't get me wrong um that fa- the facial the esthetician stuff is cool but it's not really my my niche i really want right. to still focus on like uh, the like the medical aspect of things, you know. I'm not gonna go to school to go and just do facials. I'm sorry, right, right, you know, right. but I feel it. Nah, yeah. but we want to thank you for coming by, telling your story, telling who you are. You know what I mean? Thank I feel you. like did you have me. a question? Yeah, Dishay, did you have a question? Oh. You have a question? No, I was pretty much gonna ask about the the uh, the face cream or whatever, whatever your dermatology. Yeah, oh, whatever okay. it is that you got with skin, I needs it. Just okay. Put it like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't, I haven't put nothing out for skin. Um, I just feel like skin is such a like uh, it's it's too touchy for me. Like skin is so sensitive. I don't know. And it I don't varies. Wanna, so yeah, much like by person. Yeah, it, it is, does. I, it's I it's hard. Skin. Yeah, yeah, sensitive skin, oily skin, yeah, dry skin, combination definitely. skin. It's Definitely just... combination skin. Yeah, you can yeah. you can have both. Yeah, oily dry skin. 
Yeah, you can depending on the you time. You have dry oil. Wow. Yeah, you got that oily dry ass. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been literally talking this whole time and my camera was mute. But you know what's funny? I saw your mouth move, moving, but I was like, maybe yeah, that's the Rico's department. We waiting for Nariko to, to drop. Say, I'm y'all. That's my department. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. That is definitely for Nariko. Did you did you have a question? <laughs> Nariko's skin flawless. If y'all haven't yeah, noticed, she don't be wearing foundation. Yeah, y'all. that's just. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say flawless. Nariko is mixed though, so that don't count. What does mix what have to do with skin? Do what you talking here, about? Here that does have a lot to do with skin, right? You know mixed people have acne? Yeah. Right. Well, so what does that have to do with it? <laughs> no, Noriko is really great at what she does. I was having, um, no, I had got my eyebrows tinted and they had, uh, had an allergic reaction. I didn't know what to do. I called Noriko and she was like, mix this with this and this and you should be good. And I was fine. So, I keep telling her, go Okay, ahead. so you got the tricks and yeah. what you need. She do. She do. That's your girl for that. Y'all, don't wear foundation. Her skin is just clear. Like, it's amazing. I'm with, I'm with her on that. I'm do you drink a lot of water? Foundation. Um, I drink more water than yeah, I used to. She <laughs> look like she is. You drink three bottles a day. Yeah. <laughs> you post is that bad? <laughs> <laughs> you supposed to do I thought three you bottles know. was good. No? You know, I do have beauty products on the way because my go-to is just lashes and lips. So I like to make sure my skin is glowing and everything is good. Lashes. Shout out to oh, you do lips. No, I'm saying like scrubs. all I need is you got lip scrubs. Need... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Make your lips nice and kissable. Okay. You know, uh -huh. I need those base. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 No, yeah, stop. if y'all have questions, don't hesitate to hit me. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we want to thank you again, thank Breezy, you for, for coming me. through. I appreciate it. Thank you for uplifting us and motivating yeah. us. I will yeah. always, as long as I am breathing, I will always uplift and motivate everyone that's around me. I wish everybody that's around me, even if you're not around me, you know, success, Thanks. prosperous, Thanks. joyous. Positive Love. energy all around here, man. Yeah, definitely, Love definitely. It. We love to see it. See, you know what it is, podcast. Most of them off in the end, and they don't care who they offend. Look, I had a girl who was tatted up from the neck down. She was super crazy. Met a shorty with an ill grandma who would fight a lot, and she a 90s baby. Complain about me always on the road and talk to other women, and she wanted babies. Had to shake it like a common cold, then I had a show, and then I saw your baby. Then I booked you, now we texting back to back to back to back with no indication. Now I'm flying to you, taking you across the world to see a couple different faces. Hood nigga dreams. Uh, fuck like movie scenes uh, Hit it from the back Boost your self-esteem uh, Heard you left to visit cousin them Reconnect them with your mom and them Now you want me to fly to Sweden Have to fly you to the motherland You was mine and I am yours And used to mine when I go on tour I ain't really trying to play no games I can win the battle, you can win the war I'm just trying to fucking love you Either on the bed and we can take it to the floor Crazy how this all started down Cause I saw something that I can't ignore Bitches got friends, and they bad, they bad, so we're good, it's enough for the clip. <laughs>